originally call it the ecosystem, but today is formally known as omnichannel. You cannot have your company in one channel only. You need to be thinking omnichannel because your audience can be everywhere and your audience can be different in different channels. Hey, welcome to the business of sales. I'm Morris Sims, and I'm going to be your host for this podcast. Are you working as hard as you can, putting in just as many hours as you possibly can, but your income and your business, well, it just doesn't seem to be improving the way you want it to. It's, it's just not growing as fast as you'd like. Well, I help business owners like yourself become more efficient with running their business and more effective in making sales, because when you do both of those things, then your gross revenue goes up, and when that happens, everything else comes into play. Who am I to help you with this? Well, I've been a successful sales professional. I've trained professional salespeople, and I've led the development department that trained over 12,000 salespeople with a staff of over 200 all across the country. I started my career barely breaking 25,000 a year, and if I was lucky, I could get one or two weeks off. I retired earning almost $500,000 a year, taking at least five weeks off every year. I can help you get your business to where you want it to be. On this show, our guest and I are going to share some practical ideas with you to help you grow your business and see more of that revenue become income. Today, our guest on the business of sales is Laura Schmosman. So let's get and this show started. Laura has a company that works in marketing, and she is an expert in the marketing area. And we're really excited about having Lara with us today. Lara, please tell us about your history and and how you came in to be a part of the marketing world, and what do you like to? What's your expertise? Tell us everything. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. It's so good to talk to you again. Um, how I started, it's everything by chance, I would say. Uh, my first job was when I was 14. I started working in radio, and then I loved the production side of things. And I went to school, actually, to become a producer and director of television, I got also an uh, associate degree on screenwriting uh, and I work in soap operas. My soap opera was finishing and I decided to come to the States for six weeks to learn English. So when I came here, I, I didn't speak a word of English, I should say that first. And I, I was approached by different companies in Latin America. I'm from Argentina originally. And I would say, hey, you're in LA, can you cover the Oscars? Can you cover the Grammys or whatever event was at that time of the year? And I said, sure, I can do it. So I kept extending my stay and extending my stay. And then I got the fabulous visa and I got the work and I got to work with an amazing companies. And then I moved into distribution. I became an art director too. Then things in life took me, I, I fell in love with the digital world and I realized that the world wasn't just the same world anymore and it was becoming omnichannel. So I just get to study and learn and I will work one thing during the day and at night I will train myself in learning new technologies. And when the, came, the time came, I went back to work in agencies and I didn't like what I found. At the same time, I was teaching college 
at Cal Poly Pomona. I was teaching digital marketing for the fashion industry. And I found out that I wanted more. I want something different. I want a different relationship with my clients. And I wanted to help startups and small businesses thrive. So I created an agency called The Doll. And that's the goal of the doll, be able to help businesses thrive, but also hold their hands. And I have the credentials to that I was teaching. And for so many years, I was learning all this, that my goal is to educate my clients as well. I love the name, the Darl, D-A-R-L, right? T-H-E-D-A-R-L.com is your website. And what a neat name. I love that. Where did you come up with that? Oh, actually, that's a, a funny story. My the original name of the company uh, was Salt Media because I wanted something simple, so simple as salt, but it uh-huh. gives you a taste of something. Right. And apparently, there was another big company that wasn't happy with the good work I was doing. I was starting to look in SEO, and they had a very similar name, so they not so nicely request me to change my name and I had very little time. <laughs> not so nicely, huh? Yes, it wasn't so nicely, but you know what? Things happen for a reason and my company was starting and I said, you know what? You can keep a name. You cannot keep who I am or what I have to offer. Amen. And, and I had a very little time to make a choice and everything that I came up, I didn't feel it and... It wasn't there, and also it was tricky. And this time I was checking, I wanted a trademark on the name, so nobody can take it from me because this is my baby. And so one thing that I always call people is darling. So I say, okay, you know what? should be something with darling. And so we like the doll, and that's what the doll is about. Oh, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. That's uh uh, I find that most everybody has a unique reason for choosing the name of their business that they've chosen, and that's that's a beautiful story. It really is. So today you're working in the digital marketing area. Is that correct? Uh, mostly. I mean, we do something that is now recognized as omnichannel. When I start talking about this, I originally call it the ecosystem, but today is formally known as omnichannel. You cannot have your company in one channel only. You need to be thinking omni-channel because your audience can be everywhere and your audience can be different in different channels. Hey, y'all, hang on for just a second. I got I got something I just got to tell you. I'm giving away some free stuff, all right? Free stuff. I've got a copy in there of my ebook, Practical Influence with Ideas to Help You Improve Your Influence with Other People. I've got some, uh, some great marketing and prospecting ideas that are on an audio file, so you can listen to it while you work out or drive or whatever you'd like to. And we've also got some stuff in there on planning for 2022 to help you make 2022 your best year ever. Just go to morrissims.com slash free stuff. That's morrissims.com slash forward slash free stuff and get your free stuff. It's just that easy. All right. Now back to the show. So if I'm a fairly young entrepreneur or in our case, a lot of our audience is uh, financial services professionals. If I'm fairly young out there and I need to start getting myself out somewhere along the line. Maybe I'm not going to be ready to go everywhere. Where 
where do you recommend your clients begin? What channel do you start with? Well, uh, like I always say, most of the channels, they are not yours. You can have an account in Facebook, you have an account in Instagram, but that is not yours. And I have clients that after having thousands of followers in Instagram, something happened and they lost the account and they have to start from scratch. Wow. So you need to start in something that is going to belong to you and that's your website. And it's the most important thing because what I say always is that marketing is about two things. We can make it fancy, but I like to make it simple. It's about um, authority and relevance. Authority to make sure that you are, we can tell that you're the best in what you're doing and you can inform and educate others. And relevance is people to find you. That's the only two things that you need. And then it's how you brand yourself and how you use this content and use all the platforms in the native language just to get to people. But you need to start with the home and your home is your website. And I know that someone, everyone can do a simple website. You can do Wix, you can do Shopify. My recommendation is don't. Invest in someone who will do your website and do it with SEO, do it right, because that's how people are going to find you. In today's world, it really is. I mean, in the olden days, we used to go out and used to think, wow, we're going we're gonna to be out there. We know more about our product than anybody else in the world, than any prospect we can ever sit in front of. In our reality, today, they're going to Google me. They're going to Google my product. They're going to Google whether they need my product or not. And they're going to know as much about it as... Uh, well, maybe almost as much as I do when I walk in the door. Well, I hope they don't because that will remove the expertise. And I know that any person who's running a business, they should have that expert experience. That experience teaches you a lot over the years and the mistakes that we make, we learn from them. So, and also from the success that we had. So we learn from all that and that's something that we need to offer our clients. But in order to have clients, they need to find us. Absolutely. And I guess if I were to, to clean up what I just said, it did, it really, they're going to learn something on the web, but it may not be right. I mean, just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's correct. So they may get some information and knowledge about me or my product or what we do, and it's not even right. So we're going to still have to educate, I think, when we get out in front of the real world. We're still going to be educating our prospect to help them understand what we can do to help solve their problems and avoid help them avoid pain. Yeah, absolutely. And something that I say always, like there is so many people that they do the same thing. There is very difficult to, some, to find someone unique that they have no competition. The yeah. competition is out there. The only difference between them and you is you. It's your personality. So you need to make sure that in your website, in your social media platforms, in whatever you do, your personality and come through. Hiring, uh, and, and this is a mistake that I see constantly happening, is that People just hire someone randomly to do their Facebook ads. And then someone else hire someone to do their social media platforms and someone else to do their website. And they don't realize that they are, they are giving conflicting messages because they're different people. They, are, they don't have a solid brand message. And that is something that breaks businesses. 
And if their message that they're coming up with isn't yours, it isn't me, for the, for that matter, if it's not me out there, I, that's going to just blow up in my face eventually, isn't it? Absolutely. And also, can you imagine, you, your public or your audience is going to be different. You're not going to have the same following in, not everyone is everywhere. So you're going to have probably in LinkedIn, you're going to have your professional networks. And then in you're going to have your website, but then probably you're going to want to have prospective clients following you on Instagram or in, fa- in Facebook. So in the message that even though it has to be yourself, the message that you send in Instagram or in Facebook is needs to be completely different than the message that you're talking with colleagues in, in, in LinkedIn. So we've really always got to be very aware of who we're talking to, who the, who's the audience that we're trying to influence. Absolutely. And, it's, and when we're talking about authority, it's really important that you have the authority with clients or prospective people that they are not in your space but also that you get the respect and that authority with people in your space, that peers find you as someone that they can respect. Like people respect you for having this podcast and listen to your advice and the, pe- and the professionals that you bring to this podcast. You have an authority. And that comes from, as you mentioned, our experience as well as our education and, and what we've been able to accomplish up to this point in our lives. And that lends that credibility, things like authoring a book and those kinds of, of goodies, if you've got that. I would think that adds to that authority, that credibility that's going to help you anytime you're out there in front of the public. Is that right? Absolutely. And But the thing is, not everyone needs to write a book. Not everyone needs to have a podcast. Everyone needs to, f- to do whatever fit their personality. They fit their business. Not everyone, if you're very shy, you don't like to talk to people, why you put yourself in that situation of having a podcast? You know, and also if you write a book and it's something that you hate it, why you will do it? So find something alternative. I know, for example, in social media today, video is one of the things that the, in the algorithm per- performs the best. But if you don't like to put yourself in front of video, let's find something else to do. There are a lot of different stra- strategies that we can get. So when you're working with your clients, you're helping them choose the right marketing strategy and then implement that strategy, I would guess, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. First, uh, depends. I do two things. In one hand, I have my agency that we do everything for them, basically. And for people who are not ready or they cannot afford the agency, actually, I created a program that it's called my three-step accelerated program, that what I do is I have for four months, one-on-one classes with this person, and I help them create a strategy and to create a team to work with them for their strategy and their business so they are in the right path. Well, that sounds like a great, great opportunity for somebody who might be out there fairly new in the business, fairly new starting their own business to be able to have that kind of consultation with an expert to be able to get a feel for where they need to be and what they need to do. That That's a wonderful idea. Thank you. Yeah, I truly want to help people because I will say that 99% of the people who come to me, they come somehow burnt out for bad experiences. I pay someone to do Google Ads and they spend all this money on 
I didn't get anything. I didn't get, even get a report. And I was, okay, but why you got someone to go us if you don't have a website that is set up right? We cannot talk anymore about having just one channel. We are omni-channels. If you're going to be spending money in ads, your website needs to be in a good place and need to be connected with Google Ads so we can measure and analyze what works and what doesn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if you're not looking at the right metrics, then how do you run a business? I don't, I don't understand how you could begin to run a business without being able to analyze the numbers and know what the metrics are you need to be looking at. Absolutely. Uh, that's a huge thing about our business is understand the metrics, understand the algorithm, and analyze what works and what doesn't. But it all begins nowadays, at least. It all begins right back with that website from what you're telling me, right? Absolutely. It starts about having a strategy. And grab a piece of paper and understand who's your audience, create a brand awareness, uh, create, sorry, a branding who is your brand? What are your core beliefs? And who who are your audience out there? I got to know who my audience is. I've got to know who I'm talking to and who I'm I'm going to be providing solutions for and how I'm going to be able to help them solve their problems because it's only when we're solving other people's problems that we're going to be so, that we're going to be successful. I mean, that's that's what we do in sales, isn't it? Absolutely. And think about this. Every time that you open Google, you what do you type in Google? You type a question. You always have a question, something that you want an answer to. So you need people to, to find out what questions people have, and then you are the answer to their questions. And, you know, I find it interesting if you go in and you start putting a question into Google, it will then prompt you with other questions that other people have used and other people have searched for. So if you, uh, you can learn, you can learn from that, right? Absolutely. And that's a huge part of SEO, search engine optimization, and see the other questions that people ask. Of course, as an agency, we have tools and we can say how many people are looking for that. And if it's relevant for us to put those keywords. Oh, that but makes... it takes a lot of work and a lot of expertise to do that and do it well. Oh, uh, yeah, I would certainly agree with that. One of my biggest mistakes in my journey of starting my own business was deciding to try and do it all myself. And I found out real quick, I'm not an expert in all those other areas. Well, what I learned was that to ask this question, how much my time is worth? Because my time worth certain amount of money. It doesn't matter if it's $10 an hour, $100 an hour, doesn't matter. So me trying to do something that I don't know, it makes me, it's worth my time. And on top of that is I'm losing money for not doing what I'm good at. Yeah, the opportunity cost. Exactly. That makes you're missing that time if you're in sales, trying to do Facebook ads or trying to even to do Instagram posts, you are wasting the time that you could be doing a sale. Yeah. I mean, you could be in front of a real life prospect and not sitting around watching videos on YouTube about how to build a website. Come on. Exactly. Yeah, much better to, to borrow the money to hire the right people to do that, that know what they're doing, than to uh, spend a week or two or three trying to do it yourself. That makes perfect sense to me, Laura. 
Yeah, no, I'm told if you cannot afford an agency, that's why I created this program because I want people to go in the world and at least to know the basics so they know how to hire. And actually even went a step forward uh, further than that, and I created an online training for people to get the super basics. And actually, I'm launching, this is an exclusive, actually. It, next week, uh, I'm going to have an exclusive event that this program, instead of being $367, is going to be $27. Wow. And that's going to be a digital course? Yeah, it's a digital course. It's a 12-module uh, course. How would I find that? I'll give you the link. Okay, good. I'll give you a link so you can share it with your audience. Good. I would love to do that because that's what I think a lot of people need is just something to give them the basics and frankly, to help every one of us, all of us understand that, hey, it is worthwhile to go out and spend a little money and get some help from a real live expert, somebody that really knows what they're talking about. And I, and I think uh, you're bringing that to the table, Laura. I just want people to go in with the knowledge. I created this honest, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I created this course during the pandemic because I thought, okay, that will be another income. But then lately I've been getting so, so upset with all these self-made coaches. One trying to teach you Instagram. Also to, another one trying to teach you how to sell. Another one trying to teach you how to do business. And it's not like that. They are not experts. And everything, again, is omnichannel. Everything goes together. So if you don't understand the basics, it's the same that if you don't understand how to do to add two by plus two, you cannot go and do algebra. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> that is a certainty. If you don't uh, understand the basics, you can't move into calculus. It is just absolutely incredible. Larry, you were yes. saying you, you're originally from Argentina and you came to the United States and didn't even know how to speak English back then. Is it, is it a conversation we should have to discuss marketing to the Latinx uh, market and other cultural markets? Should we have that discussion? Uh, we could. I mean, we definitely could. It's one of the things that fascinated me in, to come to L.A. I was... I came just at the time, uh, I don't know if you remember, 2000, 2000. It was the the moment of Ricky Martin and the crossover, Shakira. And when the Latin market was second generation and was second generation start adapting a mainstream, in mainstream Latin culture. And we start seeing more Latin characters in television. You probably remember a lot of series having more and more Latin characters. So I think that now we have second and third generations that basically are Americans, but because of their culture, they keep having their traditions. And we are not talking only about Latin. Latin probably is the biggest of the communities, but we can talk about Chinese, Persian, any other culture that they keep their traditions. So I think it's really wise for anyone who is in sales to niche. If mm -hmm. they found out that their clients are Latin or they are Persian or they are whatever they are, that you need to understand the culture and the values. Because it is different in, in, in those different cultures. And we better be able to understand that if we're going to go out and try and help them solve their problems and be able to help them 
do and get whatever it is they're trying to do or, or to get in their lives? Well, I personally, a uh, very unique uh, hybrid because I'm not only Latin, I'm also Jew. I was born and raised Jewish from a Russian family in a Latin country. Mm-hmm. So I understand also, like, for example, in the Jewish culture, there are some days that you don't do business. Right. So if you want to do business with the Jewish culture, you need to know those basic things. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to call my, my prospects in that, uh, in that market uh, on Yom Kippur. That just would not be a good thing to do. Exactly. Or you know, to, you need to know how to say Gemar uh, Hatimatoba. Yeah. Which means, uh, may you be inscribed in the book of life. And there are certain things that you respect and each that shows respect and interest in their culture. And I think that probably is the best way to look at it is I'm not trying to research something just to, to know it. I'm interested in their culture and I want them to know I'm interested in their culture. Absolutely. If you're not honestly interested in their culture and in their values, don't even try to go to business with them because you're going to fail miserably. Well, once again, we're back to relevance and sincerity. Anytime I'm insincere, uh, my prospect, whatever market and whatever culture they're from, they're going to find that real, real quick. They're going to sense that. And and I don't want to do business with somebody that's not sincere about what they're presenting to me. Do you? No, absolutely not. I want to be with someone who's, I mean, you know that all of you guys that are in sales, you know that there's this perception of sales or call, call a car salesman that they are untrusted, that you cannot trust them. And you go in with those preconceptions. So in the moment that you find someone that make you feel more comfortable, like for example, we just bought the car, uh, we leased the car actually, and we end up leasing it because the guy didn't pressure me. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like the deal would leave if I, if I leave. It gave yeah. me my time to think about it. And everything he said on the phone and the email, I came in and everything was exactly the same. He didn't try to play game with me. So those, the honesty and the transparency is something that to me is always worth it. Oh, I think so too. I mean, we bought, I think I counted it up one time. We bought like 14, 13 or 14 cars over a 20 year period from the same guy at the same dealership in New Jersey when we lived up there because he was honest, straightforward. Angelo never, ever tried anything crazy or or pushed us in any way shape form or fashion and you know let me talk to my manager kind of a thing that went on he knew exactly what he was doing and he presented it and and it was either here you go morris this is what the deal is man that made all the difference in the world to me and we kept going back to see angelo Uh, again we're going again about time management and my time is is valuable and worth it and someone who make me waste time it goes in my in the list of the bad boys or girls <laughs> or whatever. I understand that completely. I do. I understand it's, that it's, completely. It's time that, for example, I it's my time, and I need to be the one who chooses how to waste my time. I do not appreciate other people wasting my time for me. Isn't that the truth? Well, Lara, tell me this then. Let's go there for a moment. How how do you manage yourself and and get your time used in the most effective and efficient manner. Do you have any 
great hacks, any great ideas for, for everybody out there? Oh, well, that's part of my training also that I give all my tools. As you know, I manage an agency with uh, 40-something people today, and we create logistics, and we are we have very clear logistics, and we have um, also, we're a big family. We have fun together, and we have um, challenges, and we do a lot of things together. Just, to me, the work culture is one of the most important things. Like, again, talking about multi-ethnicity, I have people from all over the world in my team, from every religion and gender, color. We are extremely grateful for having that this multi-ethnic and multi-religious and cultural group because amazing ideas came from each one of them. And also we learn from each other and like we celebrate Jewish holidays together and we celebrate every holiday, whoever wants to share it. So that's for me a plus to always listen to the team and to set up yourself with an amazing team to succeed. Oh, what a wonderful idea. What a wonderful idea. That's a blessing. That is definitely a blessing. Lara, thank you so much for being with us here today. I really appreciate it. And if our folks want to get in touch with you and your agency and find this new course that you have, how do how do we go about getting to you? Well, they can my agency is the Darl.com, but they can find me with my name and last name, Lara Schmoisman. They can find me in LinkedIn or in Facebook or in Instagram, and they're gonna be seeing all the links for this $27 uh, program next week probably i i'm gonna give you the link and also i'm gonna invite you and your audience to come and get a free membership to think collective that will launch very very soon and it's a community for people in business i call it the playground for business oh what a wonderful idea thank you so much i appreciate that and thank you again for being with us here today it's my pleasure for everybody else out there, you guys go out and make it a wonderful week. Have a great time. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy life. We're coming up on the holidays. It's getting toward the end of the year, but there's still plenty of time out there for you to get what you want and meet your objectives. So go out there and make it a great week. Have a good time. And until next time, I'm Morris Sims. Morris Sims.